Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. All right, welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey now, guys. <laughs> and Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? Oh, wait, I mean, hey now. Oh, man, we got two hey nows now. All right. <laughs> this is episode 318, Buyer Beware. All right. Let's uh, catch up with everyone's week. Since um, I'm here now. <laughs> Who wants to go first? Uh, not me. Uh, I'll go first. Um, right. Let's see. Wednesday after the show. Um, I I was at the car lot. Went back there. Kind of got, you know, got started on some more of the paperwork and everything like that. And, you know, had gotten a deal kind of, you know, struck. I got the vehicle pretty much held for me. And uh, on my way back from the car lot, I get a text message from Mike D. He's like, dude, do you ever check your mail? It's like, what, why? And he's like, he's like, I sent you something that's been chilling in your box for like a day. And it's like, oh, well, I only check my mail like a couple, you know, a few times a week. What? So I race home, check the mailbox, and I get a package. And it's like, you know, it's like one of those little plastic packages, you know, you can send shit in. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. He literally sent me elephant shit through the nice. fucking U.S. Postal Service. It's like, I texted him back. I was like, dude, what the fuck? He's like, did you seriously send me shit? And he's just like, well, to be exact, it's elephant shit. And it's like, oh, well, thanks. Did you open Why? it? I have no idea. It's in a fucking Ziploc bag. <laughs> I it, it probably had a play off of, uh, you know, when he sent that package to... Kevin, it said, you know, what could, could be, be shit. poop. Yep. Yeah. Maybe poop. Maybe poop, but yeah. you actually got poop. You actually got poop. That's, yeah, I actually got gross. Poop. Yeah, nice. yeah, I didn't open it. it no. It's it's sitting on my patio. Why is it even sitting on your patio? It'd be I like, have no idea. It'd be in the I garbage. <laughs> it's just sitting on my patio. You're going to light it on fire and let someone stomp it out or something? No, I was just trying that? to decide to who to send it to next. Ah, That's funny as hell. Mm. Damn. But nobody send me shit. Literally. Do not <laughs> send me shit. I will disown you for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh boy. That is Duly not something. Mm -mm. Is that all it's gonna take? Shit. No. You can just say, go. uh, I'm gonna, gonna go. send you shit. And I'm like, bye. <laughs> How to send poop.com. <laughs> I will right. seriously not talk to someone if they send me shit. That is not, that is gross. <laughs> that is too far, dude. I would not, I don't know. You know. Oh yeah. my God. I mean, I, I, knowing Mike D, I mean, it's, he's notorious for those gags. I know. But I mean, I what know. was the gag gift I got it's from not even that. Like, It was a. The, the problem is like, you know, my wife will open it or my daughter will get, pick it up from the mailbox. It's not even me. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. Mm, true. No. They might open it yeah. thinking it's something. Yeah. Mm -mm. But no, um, no, like I have one of those mailboxes. You have to go up to like you know, a certain point and they got like the mailboxes all set up and okay. you got a key and everything. Mm -hmm. So it's all good on, as far as that. But I just took it as another gag gift from uh, Mike okay. D. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, I was off Wednesday. I worked 
pretty much all the way up until Monday. I did like four doubles, and in the middle of those doubles, I was on Discord. Had a good time as always. Uh, uh, Chris Rybert showed up, and you know, quite a few others. Um, nice. Just hung out, had a good time, um, and pretty much fast forward all the way till today because I mean. You know who wants to hear about me? What me at work? But uh, uh, I ended up picking up the Honda, and surprisingly enough, I had to play a little bit of hardball because I noticed a problem. Like, you know, I had gotten there, I was gonna go check out the car since they had detailed it and everything, because it literally rolled up on the lot as I was checking out cars. Um, they had to, they had gotten a new hood and resprayed that hood to match and everything, and. Um, I noticed right out the gate, I was walking up to it, the passenger side front wheel, you can tell the camber was just off by a little bit. And, and of course, it's like, that doesn't seem right. I mean, I, you can hear a little bit of, you know, sh- strut noise, but it's like it wasn't really enough to alarm me. But when I seen that, it's like, okay, something's up. Had them take a look at it. They tried, you know, telling me, oh, there's, there's no problems. Everything's tight and, you know, blah, yada, yada, yada. Well, I had somebody tell me what, when looking at it, they discovered that, you know, the strut is bent. So I pressed the issue and I had to just straight up tell them, it's like, look, if you don't fix it, I'm taking my money and I'm going elsewhere. And ultimately they fixed it. It drives great. And just on the trip back, I can already tell I'm saving a lot in gas. I mean, the Jeep in town, it's an absolute pig. I mean, it needs a tune-up and all that well, and stuff. You also got so. that stupid thing on top that gives you oh, no. negative 10 miles per gallon <laughs> right there. <laughs> Fucking gallon a mile. <laughs> yeah, dude, I had that light bar on my Jeep yeah, over the that. windshield, and that robbed me of, I think it was a mile. Yeah, it's got to be at least a mile uh, to a couple of MPGs, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, before I switched out the tires, I mean, easily, without the topper, I mean, this was before I even had the topper on there. I just had just regular, mm-hmm. you know, stock-like tires on it and everything. Um, I mean, I was getting, like, close to, like, 21 on the highway. So it's like, you know, right now, if I was to take the topper off and, you know, just be rolling on the, you know, the ATs that I've got on there, I'll, I'll probably be getting, like, 17 at best. Wow. Yeah, it's a pig. About what my truck gets. My truck is about like 17 to 20, depending on how heavy-footed I am. Oh, yeah. Well, we all know your he- your foot's heavy. Yeah, so it's usually on that 17 <laughs> mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, as far as that, that's everything I've got going on. I, I didn't get any flying done, so uh, somebody please rescue us. Cool. Well, congrats Steve, on the car, man. Us? Congrats on the car. Oh, thanks, brother. No, we're going to have yeah, Andy congrats, uh, rescue man. us. Oh, I guess what he, the hell, Andy? I forgot he's not here. Uh, okay. What, what I guess, the hell, Andy? <laughs> I guess I could go. Uh, All right. Yeah, so I kind of break things up into purchase, fly, and built, and, you know, wrenched. So... I did purchase a CGY 755 with the programmer. And people are like, what? Why'd you, why'd you get a 755 for people who know CGY? Um, because I'm swapping with a 760 with Rich Sowers. He, um, 
he has a brand new 760, but he he flies jetty, so he doesn't need the built-in RX. He usually opens it up and removes the antennas. So I was like, oh, let me buy that off you. He's like, well, buy the 755 and I'll swap. So it'll save mm-hmm. you a little bit of money and you can get the programmer with it since you need to get the programmer. So I was like, all right. So I did that. I think it was like 400 bucks and um, I got some coupon deal or something. So it came out to be a little bit less than that, like 380 or something shipped to my house. Um, yeah, I got it. Uh, I ordered on, where did I order from? Heli Direct. And yeah, I got it like a couple of days after I ordered it. So it's all good. Um, it's sitting right here and it's going to be... Probably the second Flybros unit I put on that helicopter. Um, I'm going to be going with the Spirit first to try that out. But anyways, besides that, I also did buy a motor for that Bixler plane that I I got on oh, right. sale. And yeah. um, so I ordered a... I tried to look on Hobby King's site to get like the Bixler 2 motor. And like, I don't know. They didn't have it in stock. And it was like, it was just pain in butt. So um, I remember you saying, Kevin, saying it was like, oh, it's a, it's a 1400-ish KV. So... I just found right. a 2212, uh, 1400 KV on eBay, and I ordered it. It was like eight bucks, <laughs> you know? So it's like some cheap yeah. knockoff motor, Chinese motor, but whatever. It'll be fine for the Bixler for a cheap Chinese plane. So, yeah, I got that. And um, what else did I order? I did also order some parts for the Raw 700 Metro HD that I'm going to be building up. So I need nice. to get um, a clutch stack because the one I had was kind of. I mean, I stripped the screws out. I'll be honest. I couldn't get it apart. I stripped the screws out. So I was like, I'll just buy a new one. It's not a problem. So it was kind of raggedy anyways, the, the old one I had. Um, but with that, I also ordered some uh, switch rotor blades. So I got another set of 713s and a set of 603s to replace the ones I crashed when I crashed my Kraken 580 a while back. Um, also got me a new camera. It's a... Uh, oh, you can't see it in this thing because it's black. But it's a GoPro Max. It's a 3D camera, uh, 360 camera, I should say, not 3D. Nice. 360. Okay. So um, the reason I got it is I wanted to just, you know, because I got that that Mavic Air to kind of get some B-roll shots and stuff. And and I had an idea of like, well, I'm just going to put this camera out on the field. I'm just going to fly around it. (laughs) Right. Um, You know. Maybe I'll get some cool shots. Maybe it'll look cool. Maybe I'll do like a, a you know, a hurricane around it and, and, you know, just have the camera following the helicopter around its, uh, like around itself, you know? So, so I, I bought one and I was trying it out and I got a couple of footage on my, um, my YouTube channel with it. It's kind of cool. Um, you know, it's a camera. It's cool. It's, it's a camera. Do. Yeah. It's what you do with it, I guess. Right. That matters, but. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I do have a. I have it here. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's kind of going to be weird, but I do have this mount that goes on a 35 millimeter boom or 32, depending on this little grommet thing in here. Which means I can actually mount this on my raw if I wanted to on the tail boom. So, <laughs> oh jeez. So I think I'm going to stick it in this little case, just in case if it falls off or gets hit. You know, protect it a little bit. It's like a little clear case for it. But um, yeah, I think I'm going to stick this camera in there and. I'm to my boom probably towards the front of the heli just because I don't want to, you know, mess up the CG by putting it in the middle of the boom or something weird like that. And, you know, maybe I could see like the swash play move and also like when I'm rolling or doing flips, I could keep the, the, um, the world, like the horizon level. And all you see is a helicopter flipping. <laughs> so it, it would look pretty cool, I think. So um, that's one of the things I, I do want to try, but it is a little bit big and bulky, so we'll see how that goes. It might 
It might fall off. I don't know. It might crash the heli. Who knows? Well, I was going to say you might want to make sure it's tight because I noticed that uh, where the actual bracket is it, and the like, the camera mount itself, it looks like it might be a loose. So you might want to stiffen oh, that no, up quite a there's bit. There's no bolt in there. That's why. There's supposed to be a bolt ah, in gotcha. there. Yeah, it's, just, it's the mount bolt that you got to put in yeah. there to mount it. But, so, but yeah. Yeah, it'll be tightened up and, you know, clamped down pretty good. But we'll see. I, yeah, we'll see. I'll try it. Hell yeah. Um, beyond that, I flew. I did fly on Sunday. Now, you know, originally I wasn't going to go to Amps. I wanted to, but I couldn't make it to Amps. But I was going to do Jimmy's. Um, Jimmy um, Buller's going to have, like, a little cookout on Saturday. I was supposed to go to that. But obviously I, I broke a rib, and I wasn't going to drive three hours each way yeah. um, in a you car. You didn't explain that, how you broke a rib. Oh, yeah, I'll get into that. Okay. <laughs> but um, instead, I got a chance to go on Sunday. Um, I was feeling well enough. So um, I got a couple of flights in on the Nitro, uh, Raw 700 Nitro, and then a Kraken 580 Nitro. Um, and then I flew a whole bunch on the 700 Raw. Um, and on my last flight, I did record that flight, and I, I tried to do an auto. And I, I almost did it. <laughs> I crashed a little at the end. Um but not a big yeah, deal. Yeah, you did good, though. It tipped over a little. Yeah. I don't know if I would have turned nose in, but um, that was what would what threw me at the end. But it looked like you were doing fine, man. And then I said, man, sent you a message about maybe less forward and more like 45 yeah. coming down. So the reason why I went nose in, because the wind was coming from my back left. So I didn't want to go down and tail. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I wanted to go nose and like, knows it is oh i see and try yeah yeah so um but yeah it, you know it's not the end of the world the video is on my youtube channel so if folks want to check it out it's actually a really good flight but besides the botched auto um at least i think it's a really good flight <laughs> because it was all low head speed all 1700 and like i kind of like it there it's by bank one and I'm, i could do pretty much any maneuver i normally do except for my weird like tiktoks where i go like that um, that I can't keep it in the air. It falls out of the air too quickly. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I really had a good time flying on Sunday. And, and really, I, I kind of banged out, like, I was by myself. So I banged out, like, eight flights within an hour and 20 minutes. Like, back-to-back -back flights. Just one after another, you know, get some music going. And I was, just, I was just putting some flights in and getting some good, you know, stick time in. So that was great. Nice. Yeah, let's rewind to a little bit uh, last week why I missed the show, huh? So around, uh, so right after work, I've been doing some work in the attic. Um, I've been putting some flooring down to expand the closet so I could have a little bit more storage room up there. And I started building up like the walls for the closet. And there's a, there was a gap that was probably about a one foot by two foot gap that did not have flooring down. That was like a gap, a rafter beam, and then another gap. And then there was like a vent, um, a return duct for the AC system. And... You know, I put the flooring down and I built up the, the, the wall for the closet in there and I kind of got it all set up and I was like, cool. So the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to put these um, ventilation channels in the, um, on the, the, underneath the roof sheeting so I can put insulation in. And as I'm doing that, I, you know, I did a whole section, blah, 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 just banging through it. And this is right before the podcast. Was, so I'm, I had like a couple more pieces left and I'm like, okay, I'm going to just hurry up and finish this. And of course, that's the last one before I hurt myself was I was kind of stapling it up and it was right, right behind me was the, the two spots that was not covered in the floor. So as I'm stapling, well, 
I step back oh, right into man. it. My left foot goes in the the right of the two holes. So then now there's a a rafter. So my left foot goes in. My side hits the rafter. I it knocks the wind out of me. Um, you know, I'm in a lot of pain. Was you know, <laughs> falling and landing on your ribs, not on just on your ribs and your back is not a, a you know, a good thing. And no. um, and you know, so I was still on the attic with just my foot through. So I just kind of like picked my foot up, kind of fetal,ed and like rolled over in my back. And I was just like trying to catch my breath. I, you know, it's been forever since I had my not uh, the wind knocked out of my breath. Like. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe my twenties, you know, like 20 years ago. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't really say when it was last, but yeah. Um, that was literally like seven fifty before we our eight o'clock record. Um, you know, my wife like frantically, what happened? What happened? Coming upstairs. She helped me get up, you know, I'm like, I don't know if I should go to the hospital or not. Uh, you know, like, let me catch my breath first. Let me just kind of assess my, you know, the pain and everything situation after a couple of minutes um, came down to my bedroom and I, I kind of just lay down on the floor and, you know, laying down on the floor, it hurt, but it was like, okay. You know, I had short breath because I, you know, like I couldn't take deep breaths because it hurt too much. And I was like, but, right. but I'm breathing and like, you know, I don't like, I don't think I'm that bad. So my wife's like, okay, if you don't want to go to the hospital, just sleep it off right now. And, and I'm like, where's my phone? God, I can't make it. I hurt myself. <laughs> and, and then I passed out, like, you know, soon after. Um, come the next day, I was like, okay, this is sore. It, it hurts. You know, getting up really hurt. But, like, I was like, okay, I'll take some Advil. And it kind of felt better and it was kind of okay. And then, um, you know, I took the day off. The next day, it was like, oh, this this thing, it hurts a lot. And then, like, trying to get up from from bed like it got so stiff that it would hurt so much that i was just like i took an oxycodone <laughs> i took an oxy oh, and i was wow. like i'm like fuck this i'm going i'm going to, i'm going to the hospital so i went to patient first which is like a you know med express type of place um they do x-rays there so i was like it'll be faster and cheaper for me to just go there and get an x-ray than to go like to the emergency room wait and then like pay the 500 dollars deductible for emergency room and all this shit like so I was just like, let me let me just do that. And if they do recommend me going to the emergency room, I can do that. Um, they took an x-ray. My eighth rib has a fracture. I broke my eighth rib. And I have a whole bunch of bruising in my back, kidney area, that, that side. Um, but that's it, really, you know. Um, Jeez, dude. So, yeah. Um, today was actually the first day. So after that, I've been taking Advil like every, you know, four to six hours, two to three pills, you know, and some, some time on, you know, alternating to, to kind of help with the pain. Um, and then at night I would take some oxy just to help me like pass out. Um, cause oxy's usually knock me out. Like I'm, I, I hate that thing, but, um, but anyways, I, today was the first day where I woke up and I was like, Oh, I'm sore. But as soon as I stretch, I'm like, okay, I'm okay. And I haven't taken any Advil, no pain medicine or nothing. So, I think I'm on the up and up for sure. Um, oh, that's good. You know, like, okay, I can't stretch more than that, but I can stretch, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I can still move, right? Like, so, so, you know, I'm not dead here, so I'm okay. Um, so, yeah, I want to, I want to 
do a huge shout out for everyone. Um, you know, I posted this online, like for the folks that know, because some, some folks were, some folks knew that, you know, I hurt myself and they were kind of messaging me and stuff. So I just kind of wanted to let people know like, Hey, you know, this is what, what actually is the, the cause of my pain, the, the broken rib. So, you know, I, I kind of posted like for the folks who know, you know, my confirmed, my eighth rib is broken. And, you know, I got a, I got a, I got a lot of like, you know, get well soon, you know, hope you feel better and all that stuff. And, and, you know, it's like just having, just knowing that people were kind of sending their prayers and stuff and like, you know, and, and had me in their thoughts really, it felt, it felt like I felt, you know, supported by the community, by my friends and by the, the folks in the RCLE community. So, you know, I nice. want to send out a huge thanks for everyone, you know, for, for all the kind words and things, you know, the, the speedy recoveries and all that stuff, because I feel like, you know, it has helped. Like I've been positive about this as far as like, I know, you know, I'm just like, it's going to go away soon. I'm going to be able to kind of resume what I'm doing and, and, you know, get back to work and everything and get back to flying. And I feel like all those positive vibes have helped me, you know, get to that point. So, you know, I, I thank everyone for that. Cool, um, man. Cool. Yeah, we're glad you're doing better, man. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, okay, so where was I? Before that, uh, so after all that stuff happened, yeah, you know, I purchased stuff, I flew. And then um, this past couple of days, I've been doing some wrenching. And I did get a chance to, f um, before I flew to Kraken 580, I did get a chance to fix that last week. Um, it's weird. Nothing was wrong with the motor. But basically, when I was, like, doing a full, like, positive pitch pump, it would just, like, it would go lean and it would just get all weird. I couldn't figure out why. And um, so I just reset all my needles. I was like, I don't know, maybe the needles. I reset it back to default, which is uh, that 55 is like two and two. And, um, you know, make sure all my pitch and everything else was set up right. And, you know, everything was good. Um, and when I flew it, it was, it was good. You know, I leaned it out like three or four clicks on the mid and the high. And that was it. It ran good. I, I did a couple good flights with that. And I forgot. It, it like reminded me on how much I, I like this 580 Nitro. And I think it's because the way I have it set up, I have to go like full collective every time to stop it and stuff, which it feels good to like be able to like pop, like stick bag almost. And, but it's not like if I stick bang, it's not like an electric where it's like all over the place. It's like I stick bang, it's just like, whoop, whoop, you know? So, okay. so it, was, it was nice. Um, it was nice to get to get a chance to fly it out again. Um, what else did I wrench on? Oh, I built that Bixler. So since I got that motor, um, I put some servos in there, some high-tech uh, servos that I had or whatever um, from my plane days, you know, and I just kind of stitched whatever I could get to put in there. I'm Some 25-amp EAC I had for a quad, you know, like just, just get it going. And I glued it all together today and, you know, spun it up. Everything looks good. Um, it's, it's using a mini V-bar. Um, in there, so I'm I am flying it with the V control. Um, so yeah, so the next thing I need to do is I just got to get the head tracking stuff, the little servo mounts and stuff, because I want to do head tracking with this plane. I just want to kind of toss up here and kind of fly around and look. You know, I want to try that out. Um, yeah, never got a chance nice. to, so figure why not, right? Um, and then I want to give a, a special shout out also to Mike Welsh. He hit me up. You know, he heard about what happened and uh, hit me up and. God, I thought I thought I was in pain. Holy shit! So, I don't know if Mike wants me to t say this or not, but Mike broke his ankle, um, like a week or two ago, 
And so he like sent me a picture. He has like, he says he has more M3 screws than, you know, a helicopter in his ankle. Oh no. Yeah. Oh shit. And he has a plate. So a plate and some screws and stuff. So Mike <laughs> speedy recovery to you too, man. Damn. You know? So we're, he's like, yeah, we're both broken here. <laughs> like, yeah, both no. broken. Yeah. Now, hopefully the surgeon used Loctite. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. He's going metal to, you know, bones. I'm thinking CA. No? Could be. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Hopefully uh, Mike heals up quick and uh, gets back on his feet soon. Um, I, I'm pretty sure he's stir crazy by now. Um, being, you know, immobile for a couple of weeks now. So. Right, right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think Damn. that's it for me. Just quite a bit, so. All right, Kevin. Yeah, man. What you got? So I did not do any simming Friday night. Uh, I was preparing to go to the Amps RC field in Miami or close to Miami and uh, everything. So I figured, let me get into bed about 10 o'clock. Let me get some sleep. The dogs start barking at flipping midnight. And they won't stop. And I go downstairs and I'm screaming at dogs. My kids aren't home. They're out. And, uh, oh, dude, I was freaking like yelling and screaming at dogs. I'm like, this is great. I should just leave now. Uh, but I didn't want to roll in there at like two o'clock in the morning. It's like a two to three hour drive. So went back to sleep, got up at six, got all my stuff together that I had to do in the morning. Just like I just loaded up in the morning, uh, my normal stuff that I was going to bring and, you know, drove down to uh, southwest of Miami there to Ampsfield mm-hmm. and really nice, really nice drive. It wasn't bad. Um, it's getting, it's getting a little urban down there. It's weird for me to say, but on the drive down, I'm like, it's a nice drive until you get like 10 miles, you know, or exit 10 uh, away from Miami there. And then it's like, it's just too much concrete. You know, and I'm like, yeah, kind of like it back up by me. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I got there around 9.30, and I roll in. The first person I see is Bert, Cameron, and um, and Gata. Gator, nice. And, uh, awesome. yeah, and we start talking, and it was good to catch up with those guys for a little bit. You know, um, Bert's a great dude. I, I love talking to him. And I saw Kyle, Kyle Stacy, the one and only, actually recognized me and was like, hey, Kevin. And I was like, holy shit, Kyle Stacy knows who I am. <laughs> <laughs> Like, look at this, man. So, uh, yeah, no, it was cool to catch up with Kyle for a little bit because I know he's up there by my mom, and, and mm-hmm. you know, we talk about that kind of stuff. But um, n- not much after that that I find the McClellans, and it was, dude, I was just thrilled to see everybody I haven't seen in a long time. Oh, yeah. Like Rob and Dev, dude, I gave them the biggest hug, man. Mike, um, uh, Eric's Mike Smith Milk. Mm-hmm. Um uh, I saw him and uh, he looks great, doing great. And I saw the McClellan's new camper that they have that new trailer. It's um, amazing, dude. It's like a mansion on wheels. And, you know, Rob was giving me some of the details and dude, he got a good deal, a fantastic deal dude, on, it. on his and, new camper, right? It's yeah, so big. It's sick, dude. Yeah. It really is. But, um, yeah, so I parked, started, I brought, you know, I brought my little generator, started charging up, and uh, then Mike D rolled in with, with his uh, girlfriend, Vicky. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Mike since I was up there last, and that was like about five months ago or whatever it was, 
and uh, he looks great, dude. And we just picked up right where we left off. Like all of us, all everybody that I knew from from up in Jersey, man, that I used to fly with. It was like, you know, maybe I was away for a week or two. Like we just started having fun, busting chops, doing different things and, and like enjoying the time together, man, which, you know, like you were saying, Steve, it's the best part of the hobby. Like you got yeah. people that wish you well when you, when you got hurt and, you know, talk about Mike and we wish him all the best and speedy recovery. Mm-hmm. It is. It's like, you know, anybody go f- build the helicopter and all that kind of stuff. And, but it's just, it's really the people. It really is, man. Yeah. Uh, the event was really good. I saw Frank right away. Frank's looking great. He lost a lot of weight. He looks fantastic. Um, they were doing F3C there on the one field. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with Amps Field, but there's two runways that are perpendicular to each other. And one of them, they had like five flight stations out to the one side, the main side, and then off to, to the other side, they were doing F3C. And I had kind of watched that in the past, but I never really got to see like a competition taking place. So they were actually doing, uh, the whole F3C competition there. And Gina was there. Um, I almost said Gina Davis, but it's Gina Tucker. Mm -hmm. Um, she was there uh, and she was flying and this was like her first, no, maybe her fourth time. Maybe, I don't know. She's getting, she's kind of new at this just getting her feet wet on it. Um, but Jeff Biter was also competing, and so was uh, Charlie Crespo, uh-huh. and I think one other guy. Uh, I forget the, the other guy who was competing. And Gina did rather well. I think she came in second out of the whole competition. But it was it was interesting to see. I think Charlie wound up winning it because Charlie's really good uh, competing with the the SAB uh, yeah, Uruguay or whatever it is Genesis. I think. He, I don't know if he had a Genesis. Somebody there had a Yurikai. Kristen Diamante. Maybe that was Diamante, yeah. Yeah, he has the World um, World Championship Edition. It's red and black. If it's yeah, green and yeah. white, that's the that's the Genesis. Okay, so that's what Charlie had. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, great F3C bird. You know, and speaking bird. of Diamante, dude, I saw mm-hmm. him. Yeah. I saw his mom and dad. Uh, it was great to see Chris. You know, his mom and dad are staying up by my mom in Leesburg. Oh, okay. And, uh, so we got to talk about that a little bit. Um, I met Sean Hall face to face, got a chance to shake his hand and talk to him. We had him on the show just recent, recently also hung out with, uh, Angel Rojas a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a great guy, man. I mean, these guys are all great, great dudes. Like Angel Rojas is, uh, you know, he's passionate guy about the hobby and and you can see it when you talk to him and and not like in your face you know you have to do this that or the other thing it's just a, just a you know he's into it man and mm-hmm. you know I, I respect guys like that that because i mean i take it seriously but uh, you know he's there are some of these guys are on another level as far as like you know can answer any question i mean i'm always like you know i know what i know but i don't know what a lot of these guys know um, because yeah. they've been doing all aspects of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was hanging out, dude, and at one point, Jared Mincy came up to me and said, "Hey, Kevin, I haven't. We never met face to face, and mm-hmm. uh, we started talking a little bit, and we were hanging out for a while. And man, Jared's a great dude. Oh heck yeah, like, mm-hmm. a lot of fun, and 
I was I was telling everybody, hey man, I want to get a picture with you, which I didn't get. Um, but I, I said I want to get a picture with you because I want to tell everybody I was hanging out with Joe Satriani this weekend. Because <laughs> if you've ever seen Jared yeah, with a, with his bald head and his glasses, his sunglasses, yeah. at certain angles he looks extremely like Joe Satriani. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, I freaking flew a bunch. I got a bunch of flights in with the Oxy Five. My six ninety. No matter how many times I tighten the tail up, every time I came down, it was just the belt was flopping around and really yeah it was just i gotta sit down and mess with a little bit it might be the little plastic pieces inside it might be the i think that's what it is like it's pushing and i and i don't want it to go too far so i didn't keep tightening it because if it goes too far it'll rub the belt uh you know it'll go past the little wheels in there so i didn't really mess with it too much but um i got a couple really good flights in with both of them actually with both helicopters um Oxy five, like I want to say my fourth or fifth flight, man, I was getting, uh, doing some low shit, man, like my normal shit, but just lower. And, you know, you, you get the feel of like how things are going at a good fun fly, man. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, and these guys, dude, my God, man, I go from a field where like on the weekends where I'm having a great time and, and then you go out there and, and you see these guys fly and it's just unbelievable, man. Nick Maxwell was there. I didn't get a chance to talk to Nick, uh, but amazing, he's amazing flight. an amazing pilot, man. A lot of aileron stuff. And, uh, I got a chance to, uh, see Kyle Stacy fly the new 580 with the, th- the, tri- the tri-blade 580 raw, which oh, was nice. really, he was throwing down KC with that thing, edition, man. That's his edition. That's his. Home. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was he. He never ceases to amaze me. I love when he does the. They're not they're tail downs, but they're not even funnels. They're like they're tail down funnels at like eighty nine degrees. Yeah, they're like straight up. Yeah, straight but helicopter. I, I, I love when he does those, and then you know he's doing a figure eight with them, yeah, and in the figure eight he, like, and in the straight. figure eight across like he he'll either f- do a complete like roll it, yeah. forward flip or roll it and. He's just amazing, man. It's Those just, are awesome when people do that, man. And they change like they're like flip, flip, and then they'll go a different way in the funnel or something. Ugh, so yeah, cool. got a chance to see Bert fly first thing Saturday morning, which was amazing. Like Bert can still throw down. He always says, "Oh, I'm rusty," you know. You know, it's it's tough getting old, but dude, he's we should all be that good, you know, yeah, no matter seriously. what age you are. Like, oh he's yeah, freaking awesome. I wish I was half as good. Yeah. Uh, but dude, the fun fly was, was just so much fun. I had a lot of fun hanging out with Mike D and, uh, there was a couple of scale guys there, had some really nice stuff. Nice. And I, you know, I watched Devin fly the oxy flash and Devin flew, uh, a couple of, a uh, couple of times with that oxy flash, but Devin was getting a lot of flights in as normal, you know, just, uh, nitro. And I saw, um, Carrie Brooks was there. I, I, great I pilot too, man. talked to him. Mm-hmm. I got a chance to see him fly up close. Yeah. He's great pilot, man. I got to tell him sorry because I didn't really, the way things worked out, I really didn't stick around for too much of the night stuff. And, oh, yeah. uh, Why not? That's I, like the I told him, I told him I was going to like, uh, hang out with him at night. But, uh, well, what, what happened was it just worked out because, um, Robin and Devin McClellan had originally planned on going up to, 
Port Saint, coming up to Port St. Lucie here when they got done and they had a little change of plan. Like Rob was trying to hit Fredericksburg by like yeah, in trying. one in one yeah. day. Like he was gonna try and leave Sunday and get up to Fredericksburg and that's like eighteen hours. Like when yeah. you and and I said, dude, if you want to do that, you guys are gonna have to leave at like two o'clock in the morning, like to get there at like eight o'clock at night or whatever, you know. So they were planning on leaving as early as they could. So I was like, well, you know what? It was like nine, nine thirty, something like that. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna head out then, and I'll get, I'll, I'll head home, you know, and and uh, then you guys don't have to worry about me, which was not a problem like it, with Rob at all. He was more than willing to let me stay there, and I gotta give Rob a huge shout out and thank you for, for you know, giving me the tour and giving me the opportunity to stay there. Mm-hmm. Campers, phenomenal, man. Yeah, I'll check it out on Spring Fling. I'm staying there for that. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's gonna be. It's going to be crazy. I thought I had more notes. I mean, I, I'd seen some. It was just great hanging out. Steve Shaw was there. Mm-hmm. Steve Shaw, of course, bought a bunch of tickets and won a bunch of stuff. Did he? Yeah. They, uh, he won a, a set of Theta Servos. Nice. Which was pretty cool. And um, he won some 500 blades that he wasn't sure what he was going to do with. But uh, 500 millimeters? Yeah, 500, 500 blades. I guess for a 500 helicopter, I think he has, we have that club member that has the goblin 500. He was going to like give it to him or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. I did see a, uh, a picture, not a picture, but the, an actual f- banner of the Urcha chick. Yeah. Non, non touched <laughs> up mm-hmm. like in original form. Yeah. And took a, took a picture of that to remember the, um, the way that was, should have been preserved, not painted over. Um, <laughs> and uh so so uh, sorry no, no, so no. uh so i appreciate those things being a heterosexual male i appreciate the those type of things and um so me and mike day and his girlfriend decided we're gonna go out for dinner around six o'clock so we find this place like mike's girlfriend vicky is is you know very in touch with like ratings and yelp and all that stuff so she finds nice. found a nice place that was um Spanish and uh, or Mexican or Puerto Rican or Cuban or whatever it was, and and Mike couldn't find it at first, but then we pull in, and it was just kind of like a bar with a canopy over the top of it, and they had a smoker uh, and a karaoke. They were doing Spanish karaoke, which they had at like eleven. Like it was so loud. We sat down. Now this this is a place that. Now nobody speaks English. The menus are in Spanish, and and not even the waitress spoke English. So we sit down and we're like using Google Translate to figure out what we're going to order. This is some place my wife would have walked out in two seconds. Would have never sat there, yeah. and she would have been like, "This is America. You need to speak English. We're out of here." Plus the music's way too loud. But me and Mike and 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 um, Vicky, we just hung out and we were laughing our asses off. We were just like. You know, maybe at some point they could turn the music up. And Mike was like, you know what? I could have found this place by audio only. I don't <laughs> yeah. know how I missed it. So uh, we ordered food and, and the food came out, dude. And the plate, I got a picture of it. I'll have to send Humongous, you guys. Right? They don't mess I had a out. huge plate of ribs with sausage steak. Yeah. It was phenomenal. The food was amazing. Nice. But it was just too funny that, that like nobody spoke. So Mike at one point pulls his... Um, pulls his phone out and he's got a sound meter decibel meter on it and yeah. it's peaking up over a hundred and he goes you know a hundred is a jackhammer 
<laughs> and we were just laughing our asses off, man. But I did get to see some night flying uh, uh, when we went back. Uh, saw a couple of guys fly at night. Uh, Nick Maxwell flew at night. And I, there was a guy that had some LEDs. I forget who that was. And, and they were they were doing like LED flights on the one side uh, that they were doing the F3C. They shut the lights off over there completely, and that was pretty cool. And then on the other flight line, they were just doing, you know, flights under the lights. Mm -hmm. And I was just, you know, I was just like, you know, I could hang around here or I could. um, And, you know, they said they probably got they get done around two o'clock. So I could have waited and then come home or I could have just waited and hung out there. And, you know, but I'm kind of glad I left when I did because I got home. It was a decent hour when I got home. I think it was like 11, 1130, whatever it was. Uh, it only took me two hours to get home. I took the turnpike, which is a different route than when I went down. So it was quicker getting home. And I wasn't sure about like spring break ending and traffic out of Miami on a Sunday, how that was going to be either. That kind of crossed my mind, but I was that wasn't like my deciding factor on on leaving. It was just, uh, you know, it's just like, all right, I'm 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 ready to go, you know. And so I get home and my air conditioner is not working again here at the house. And I'm oh, like, shit. son of a bitch. Another weekend, you know. that. So, and it was real simple fix. The air conditioner has these two check valves or one, at least one check valve for water. And I just popped one out and it clicked and it came on. And I'm like, all right, I'll drain this water down. Yeah. So, I mean, Sunday, I was like so busy Sunday. I was, I was fixing that. I was, you know, getting cleaner on the, on the pipe and blowing that out. And then I was just doing other things. I finally hung my helis on the wall uh, in the garage on Sunday, which they're finally off the floor, which is something I, I was I was happy to do. But all in all, I said I tell you the, that it's a nice field down there. We had a really good time. Everybody that went there was was uh, you know extremely fun to hang out with. And uh, I dude, I just. Um, just got I, I got this whole like feeling of i've never had this in my life either and i guess it's because i've never been you know at a, living in a different place for that much for, i mean i was in the army but you're always surrounded by people and 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 there's uh you know your buddies are all around or you know you're all in it together type of thing but when i got home i was just like this is the reason why uh um this is this is like the reason why i love this hobby is all the people and i missed everybody like extreme to an extreme when I got home, I was just like really bummed that I felt empty, like you know? Over, right. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, man, I'm, I'm not going to see these guys again for a while. And yeah. yeah well, just, until the next one at least, right? Spring flank. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I, the, that problem with that is just the distance and the time that I have that I can take off. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not all retiring next month. Like some people <laughs> I know. Yeah. Right. But dude, I had a fantastic time. I got to give Frank and, and Ampsfield, you know, huge shout out. It was great that, uh, you know, the guys from Torches came down. I saw, um, I don't think I saw, I didn't think I saw Manny uh, come down. I didn't see him there though. But it was great to like finally meet up with um I think he was there though. With I remember Sean. seeing some flight videos from him. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember seeing him. I mean, I know who it is, so I, I would have said, hey, Manny, you know, as we hung out. Um, but, uh, no, it was great. It was a great event. Uh, I know the um, – who's the guy that does the course? I know he was there driving around in his golf cart. Who too. does the what? The, the, the course, the – was doing the helicopter course, the videos. 
Uh, I forget his name. Um, yeah, uh, you you you, Andy probably remember the, the online videos. He was he was like you you took one of them, I think thirty minutes worth of. Oh, Augie. Augie oh, was Augie. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Augie, yep. Mm-hmm. I saw him driving around. Yeah. But um, you see him fly. I didn't get a chance to see him fly. No. Um, I actually got a bunch, quite a bit of flights in. So I was, and it wasn't like super crowded. Like there were times where people were waiting. It was maybe two people deep. But if you hung out like at the the area where the canopy was, like you could wait, and then people would leave, and you could walk right up and go flying, which was perfect, man. Because that's what I was doing. Like I'd I'd hang out with Mike D, and we'd we'd shoot the shit and and laugh and have a good time. And then when a station opened up, I'd go fly. You know, did Mike bring anything to fly or did he just go down? No, he was supposed to, uh, he was supposed to get it to Rob and he wound up calling Rob like a week before the event. And, and he was like, Hey man, how are you? He's like, good. Yeah, we're driving. He's like, where are you? He's like, North Carolina. He was like, Oh, you were supposed to come by and get my stuff, dude. And they were like, Oh "Oh, shit. shit. That's right. So then he said, maybe you get a hold of Charlie, but I think Charlie was going a different route. So it was no big deal. And I even offered my Oxy five. He could have flown that yeah. if he wanted to. And everybody was like, you know, Hey dude, you can fly whatever, you know, anything I got, you want to fly it. But it was cool. He had fun, man. And and it was great to see him. They did a bunch of different things in Miami. Um, I even got a chance to see Rob fly for a bit, which was, which was cool. Rob still got an old logo 700. The extreme like, one, right? Extreme with the massive man grips like Like they're freaking it was so funny because he went out to fly and a guy came up behind him with i guess the second version i don't i don't know like uh the um and it was different color it was really cool and uh you were they they had them side by side so i could compare the two and i was like my god the extreme like they're so massive like it's ridiculous and it's funny logo going from like, yeah, we want to be lightweight, blah, 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 and plastic, this and that, to this massive freaking vice grip that's on the top of the, the helicopter. Really? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, if I forgot anybody that I ran into, I'm sorry, man. Uh, I started taking notes to everybody. I got a chance to talk to Gina for a while. It was good talking to her. Um, and there was a couple other guys that I wanted to see that were the like the second round or the higher level of F3C that were going to compete. And uh, there was three guys. It was Nick Maxwell and two other guys that were doing the judging at first, and then they were going to be the the next round that was competing. Uh-huh. And I wanted to watch those guys, but I didn't get a chance to. I was just you know, you know how fun flies are. You're running all over, yeah. having fun, and it was a good day. It was a really good day, man. I had a lot of fun, but I'm deaf. In one ear. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, dude, can't wait for the the next one. Uh, might be uh, Triple Creek or something. I might wind up going to. That's like north of Tampa. Um, hmm. Try to make it to the one in Georgia. Angel Rojas was was telling me about that one. Yeah, I should. Yeah, I mean, if I could do the the Queen City, I could do. Georgia. Yeah, I mean, it'd probably yeah, be half the distance from, yeah. you know, yeah. So, that's a really good event. Um, and that, I think that's going to be the event where I, I'm going to I'm gonna do the whole camper and I'm going to bring the whole family. Nice. So, it'll be interesting. Oh, yeah. But, cool. All right, let's hear from Andy. Uh, so, where, where is Andy, huh? 
Andy is um, driving down to Florida. Ah, he's why? Yeah, since since this th- the episode comes out on Friday, uh, we can talk about it because he'll probably be there. He's showing up unexpectedly at Steve Shaw's house to help him put together a bunch of stuff. Get that weekend. gasser ready, huh? Yep, get that gasser going. That we keep busting Steve's chops <laughs> about. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. That'll be fun. All right, cool. Andy, you're our man. You're a, you're a man with a mission. Get it done. Yep. Take lots of pictures. Yes, take lots of pictures. Or we won't believe and, you. And uh, we want to see maiden flights uh, on video or it didn't happen. Mm, Facebook Live. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I don't like Facebook Live anymore. I don't know, but I always that cracks me up. I remember Scott Graham on, on the Heliheads talking about it. every time I hear Facebook live, I think of, you know, Scott Graham just showing up at the fun fly, just drove like 14 hours. First flight. Oh, Facebook live. And he's like, Oh shit. Oh, might as well throw down as hard as I can. now. He's like, what? No warm up flight. Yeah. Just Facebook live. So you don't like it anymore. No, no. You one day he should just like Facebook live. Okay. And just sit there and practice F3C. Yeah. So why don't you like it, Steve? <laughs> um, I don't like it because you can't save the videos anymore. You used to be able oh. to take the video and you can upload and save a copy to your phone. So now, like, they don't let you oh, save right. it locally. Mm-hmm. So now it's just uploaded. And I'm like, well, I don't have a freaking copy locally on my phone that I could put on, like, my YouTube channel or whatever. Like, I took the video. I should have all access to that video, even if I'm using their platform. That's because they want you to lose it mm. give it to they them want, so they can they, take, own they want now. to control it yeah. they want to take yeah they, they want, want to be sole owners and they, sole people that can have that video so um yeah, i am no longer gonna do to. i'm sorry but um you know rcho is probably gonna be the last event i do facebook lives now i'm probably gonna just record them and then i'm gonna post them right after the flight but i just it's like you know if i can't have a local copy like it depends on the flight i guess some flights i you know it'd be cool to get it again but you know like i can't take the the footage and make a recap video or anything with it because i don't have any of it on my phone right so it's kind of lame so yeah go fuck yourself, that facebook. And, uh, facebook compresses the, the videos like oh crazy. yeah of course because you know, you know how many they're gonna have to they, they're the ones paying for the space and it's their video now right it's not your video you don't own that shit anymore it's their video so they, yeah. they'll compress it and do whatever they want with it and you know Make money off of it. Don't matter. They'll do whatever they can with that. So screw that. Yeah, I mean, you could screen capture the the video, but that's no. kind of a pain. But then you're gonna get that shitty res- down the compressed resolution. You're not gonna get the 4K that I spent twelve hundred dollars on this stupid phone for. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, you know, like when I take videos too, it's like I, I purposely like I zoom in on stuff, you know, and like I try to get the best video I can get. And it sucks when, like, I can't even get a whole, my own copy of this when I, you know, all that work I put into to, to record this as best as I can. So, yeah, so can I think you, I'm like, give up on that Facebook Live for, for a bit now. Can, can you record it then, uh, like, just your phone and then post yeah, and it and then on I can post it. Yeah, and that's fine. But it's yeah. just, it, you don't get, like, the, you don't get the interaction of, like, people oh, who jump true. on yeah. and make comments and stuff, which, which is good and bad. Sometimes I don't even pay attention. I, I swipe it off the screen so I can focus on the video. But, um, you know, but sometimes it's good to have that. And so there's no interaction with that. Um, and then, like, you know, you're uploading an HD video, 4K video. It's going to take longer 
you know then like when you're recording on facebook like as soon as you're done it doesn't take too long to actually like boom and post and that's it right but when you go from like a raw video file up there it's it takes whatever to you know how many bytes you're sending you're sending right so so that's that could take a little while too so that sucks as well especially when like someone else goes up and you're like oh i need to record this but then you're you're just trying to send you know yeah um, so yeah it kind of sucks and i think facebook you know they should never done that i don't know they they suck balls so <laughs> Anyways, fuck Facebook. Um, let's go move on to the main topic now, huh? All right. Main topic. Okay. Buyer beware. What are we talking about? Um, are we talking about bad purchases where, like, you buy something and shit doesn't work? Yeah. No. Like that stupid shark that I bought because my wife wanted it. And I said, that that's garbage. It's not going to look like that. We never got it. The animated shark. Remember the animated shark last year? I said, that's CG. That's not real. But my wife still wanted it. No, we didn't buy it. I'm only kidding. But you might remember the shark. No. That's not what we're talking about, though. No, that's not what we're talking about. I went through all that explanation, and we're not even talking about that. Yep. Get with the the program now. No. We're we're talking about keeping yourself safe. Um you know, there, there's a lot of different marketplaces that we use today, right? We got Craigslist, which is old school, right? We got Facebook Marketplace, which is a little bit more newer. Um, there's also this site called Mercari. It's like a, a little bit less known site. Um, you know, I don't think eBay. I guess you could do local sales on eBay as well. You but, can. It's but that's different, though, because the transaction, money transaction goes through eBay. So really, you're just heading over a product. So, so that's not really a big deal. Um, but I think, it, you know, when you're talking about... You know, you're meeting a stranger. Like, Rick, you don't know this person. Like, sure, if it's someone you know, that's cool. But if you're meeting someone you've never met, and you're like, let's, for instance, buying a DJI Mavic um, Air 2 for, let's say, six or $700, right? I mean, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a bit of money, cash to have on you. And then it's also like, well, you know, this guy is coming with this product. Like, so on both ends, there's a little bit of like, worry and you know concern about like you know is this person you know gonna screw me over you know or not who knows right um so what do you do what do you do when you when you purchase things on on these marketplaces where you can meet people and and pick up items you know and pay cash it's interesting that we're talking about this because this week and after the fun fly i was thinking you know it'd be great if i had a little camper i could bring to the events like something mm-hmm. i can tell with the jeep something small yeah. right so i don't know mm-hmm. every now and then i, I the, these like topics get in my head and i start to like do a little research and this particular time i went on facebook marketplace and i put in you know pull, tow behind campus campus for sale whatever it was and there were a few that i saw that looked like a super good deal like a thousand two thousand dollars for this little camper and when I started to look at and compare, it was the same picture. And now this one's in Port St. Lucie and this one's in Orlando and it's the same picture. And some of them are sometimes are the same seller. That seems scammy. And that, yeah, right. It seems like I'm going to show up with a thousand dollars and I'm going to get like lumped over the head or something. Mm-hmm. It just seemed, yeah, it definitely seems scammy, scammy, uh, as you said, or sketchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that to me, like, look for, I would look for the signs like that, like red flag signs, like, st- if it's too good to be true, mm-hmm. 
It probably is. It probably like they said. Yeah, it probably is. So, um, with Craigslist, you can't really do this, but with Facebook Marketplace, one thing you can do is you can look at the person's profile. You can see what right. are the things that they're selling. Um, if they're selling that same thing, but maybe in different locations, maybe you're just cross posting it, right? Like that's a fair thing to do, right? Cross post it in this site. Like when I sell something on Facebook, I'm posting on RC Heli buy and sell. I'm selling it on the marketplace. I'm selling it on other places. So like it's going to come up maybe multiple times. So maybe, right. maybe, you know, that's what that was about. But, you know, but look at the guy's, uh, the person's profile. Like, right. see, are, are they active on Facebook? Are they like, you know, do they seem like, Decent people. I mean, I know it's hard to tell because Facebook and Instagram, all these are people just put fronts up half the time, right? They're not these people that they say they are, but you never know, right? So what do you do? Well, one, you know? one of the greatest things you can do on Facebook, though, and I've done it, is uh, if somebody's selling something that you're curious about, it's local or whatever, you don't know who the guy is, you can go to like the, one of the groups that we have, like the RC Heli groups, and go, hey, yeah. how is this guy? Did anybody know this guy? Anybody vouch for him? Anybody check him out? Or, you know, that type of thing. Like, I've had people do it to me. I've had people say, hey, you know, because I'm not on Facebook a lot. Um, as of late, you know, listening to Heliheads, I know there's been drama and people have been like, you know what, I'm done with Facebook. and Or, you know, just some of these social platforms. And I get it because I'm not really on it that much. And but, uh, yeah, I've had people do that to me, and, I, and I've said, you know, hey, you can ask Chris Reibert. Chris Reibert's, you know, well-known in the hobby. Ask him. He can vouch for me or something like that, you know. So, you know, it works both ways in that respect. Yeah. I think that's a great advantage of Facebook because you really can't you, – how do you, you can't do that on Craigslist. No, you can't. Craigslist um, is know. just, you know, a want-ad, really. Yeah. Um, it's just like a newspaper, right? Like a back in the newspaper to want-ad, you're saying. Right. Um, you know, in Facebook Marketplace, like you would think like, okay, you know, people would, for the most part, use their real names, you know, when they create accounts. So there are like, yeah. you know, maybe a little bit more of a less worry, I guess, than Craigslist. I have bought things and I'll share my experience with both. I've had bought things from Craigslist and I've bought things recently from Facebook Marketplace. Um, let's talk about money transaction. You know, do you bring cash? Do you say, hey, do you take PayPal or Cash App or Venmo or Zelle? Do you, you know, so that way you don't physically have to take cash with you? Right. Right. No, that's a that's a great thing to talk about beforehand yep. before we meet up. Yep. Yeah. So that might be something you disclose first, right? Like, hey, I don't feel comfortable dropping you 1200 bucks or carrying 1200 bucks, you know, or just getting 1200 bucks from the bank. <laughs> so, right. like, let's, you know, do you take PayPal or Cash App or Venmo or, you know, Zelle, right? Those are the main ones I would think. Um, now with PayPal, if you were to use PayPal, do you go friends and family or do you go goods and services? I do goods and services. If I don't know anybody that knows the person that I'm doing the transaction with. So if you're uh, paying, you're saying, right. Or if you're receiving money, like if I'm paying, I, I, I tell them, you know, hey, I'm going to do goods and services, I mean, especially if I don't know anybody that knows that person. So, mm -hmm. you know, it, it it's different if you actually know that person and everything. So, um, yeah. So I, I think um, I don't know how it goes. I never really tried to do a claim, but 
I don't know. There's no transaction, actual transaction history because you're meeting up with this person in person. So like they just put sold on Facebook Marketplace or on Craigslist. They just closed the or delete the post. There's no actual track of like what did you purchase? Like PayPal's gonna be like, well, you didn't get what you got. Like I don't know. Like where's the transaction order number? Like I don't know what they would actually guarantee right. at that point. You know, if like hmm. if you were to send me seven hundred dollars goods and services. And then say like, yeah. well, you know, I never got my product. I'd be like, what product? He never, he, didn't, he just owed me money. Um, I, I don't remember how I got, uh, how I logged it in as far as like when I set up the thing for the, for the 470, but it went through like actual marketplace. It didn't like go yeah. through like that's Facebook PayPal itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Facebook I mean, you can own. market as local pickup, mm-hmm. but otherwise it, like whenever I sent it out, I had to, you know, plug in like my tracking info and everything on the package. And once it got to the destination, it took like five days after it got to the destination to pay me out. Yeah. But there's a hole uh, in your money. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. In case that that person wants to dispute the product that he dispute got. or, you know, something happened to the, you know, whether it was damaged, which but, in my opinion, that's for the birds. Like, Everything I sell, I mean, I make it known. It's as is. You, you don't want it, that's fine. Don't buy it. If you're worried, yeah. don't buy it. Right. I, I, well, I I'm going to tell you it works. As far as like, you know, what yeah, I meant as like far as damage, like if Ace Ventura delivered the package. Sure. You know. Well, if you did a good job packing, then Ace Ventura wouldn't matter. Mm. Well, maybe not Ace Ventura. He's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think really... I wouldn't do PayPal. I mean, if I do PayPal, I'm going to have to do friends and family because I don't want you to try to fuck me over later and say that, like, I never gave you the product. If you, you know, if I'm the seller, right? right like I'm selling right. an ESC, let's say, and then I, I hand it over to him. And he's like, cool. Uh, you know, I'll give you an extra 4% for goods and services, right? And you're like, okay, well, that covers the charges. So I'm good. But then a week later, he says, no, I never got the item or I never, you know, or it doesn't work. Like it worked when I used it, <laughs> you know, I don't right. know what you did with it after, right? You plugged it in wrong or short something out. That's on you, but they can put a claim in and it's not right. You know, I understand the buyer should also have uh, some protection, but if you're buying something as is your protection is that it's as is you don't really get protection and you shouldn't have a, a backdoor way of trying to get your money back for, to make a claim, you know? So I will not exactly. do PayPal goods and services if I'm doing a face to face and, um, payment unless i know the person or you know or something yeah if it's face-to-face you know friends and family yeah but still it's better than carrying a wad of cash on you regardless i mean yeah yeah, you know um there's also cash app venmo and zelle and those are all like direct like from one person to another and i don't think you can you can't ask for that money back it's it's you know once it's it's gone it's gone it's sent you know and yes, it's when maybe when you're a buyer, it might be a little disconcerting to give someone money or pay them through with no guarantee back. But that's the risk of buying something used. You know, that's the risk of buying something from Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist or Mercari. Like, you know, when you when you make the purchase, you have to know that like if something doesn't like you can, you know, hey, can I test it? Can I, you know, like with the DJI, I was like, can I test it? And he's like, yeah. I took it for a quick test flight. I was like, yep, this works fine. Here's your 600 bucks, you know, and I gave him cash. And he handed me the, you know, 
the case and the drone in, and we went on a very way. Um, so, so that did work out well, um, you know, with that experience. Do you go alone or you bring someone with you? Uh, I usually go alone. Um, a lot of times um, they always say to uh, meet in, like, public places, you know, whatever. Yep. Um, matter of fact, the when I bought the topper, like, I asked, uh, you know, the guy, like, where where should I meet you at to take a look at it? He's like, oh, here's my address. And I looked up the address, and it was, like, a decent, like, you know, neighborhood that's being built so it's like okay i mean obviously it's a safe part of town but if it wasn't I, i'd be like yeah meet me at a walmart or something mm-hmm. i yeah. think regardless you should meet somewhere in a neutral yeah. um space um to be honest like i don't want people to know where i live <laughs> you know so i'm not gonna invite people to my house like that right know, to to sell them something like let's just meet at a walmart or a gas station or a bank or a police office, you know, police department, like somewhere public and, and yeah. where it's, you know, where you feel a little bit safer, you know, there's going to be people right. around. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, if they're, you know, for example, I've bought a few things off of one of the guys in my neck of the woods that, you know, he was kind of slowing down in the hobby at the time. We just met like halfway because technically he lived on the other side of the Metro for me. So it's like, we found a halfway point, which was a Walmart, and, you know, we just, you know, exchanged cash then. And, and of course, at that time, I bought, like, a couple of Neos off of them. Nice. So, and it's a well-lit area, and, you know, police station's, like, not too far away. And, you know, of course, yeah. it was somebody I knew. Yeah. Yeah, I think when someone you know, that's not a, that big of a worry. Sorry, Kevin. Right, right. One thing I've done a lot is... Especially if I'm, you know, I don't have anybody to go with me that day, uh, or you know, I I usually I'll text my wife the address. Yeah. Like so, if that's my know. last known whereabouts, yeah. <laughs> you know, at least they'll <laughs> they'll have that record. And to check Gray Eagle Junior's basement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Is a basement with no walls. <laughs> but yeah, that gives me a little bit of peace of mind. At least, you know, that somebody knows where I'm at yeah. or knows where I'm heading. Because I purchased, uh, what did I purchase one time? Uh, from my Jeep, I bought those wheels. And that was in the middle of Pennsylvania, in the middle of nowhere. And, you know, you're going to somebody's house. Yeah, but uh, you don't know you don't know what's in store. I mean, dude, I think 99.9% of the time you're going to be fine. But you don't want to, you know, cover your ass. You don't want to be foolish about things either. Right, and it's like, you know, yeah, you can look at somebody's profile and, like, you know, you can kind of determine, determine whether they're shady or not, but ultimately, you know, there are cat, there are catfish out there. So um, it's just like, yeah, check it out the profile. You know, if it seems legit, if you trust your gut instinct, yeah, you know, come up with a common ground where to meet up, you know, whether it's at their place or a public place. But if yeah. it seems sketch, just... You know, take it, yeah. take it to where you're going to be. You know, seeing this public place. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, kind of, kind of going back into the when I bought that DJ Mavic, he was like, "Well, where do you want to meet?" And and he, this person lived in Fredericksburg, and I was like, "Well, there's an RC club in Thornsburg. 
right off of James, <laughs> you know, Jefferson Davis right. Highway. Um, can we meet there? And because of uh, the whole thing with Ali and, and, you know, things going missing and stolen, I know they have cameras there. <laughs> so, of course, right, I pull right. in and I park right in front of the camera. Like, if, hey, if yeah. something happens, there's, there's video footage of CCTV footage of what happened at the very least, you know. But there's other yeah. club members there and stuff, so I wasn't worried. Um, yeah, you know, and, and also because that it's an, you know, it's an AMA field, I felt comfortable flying that drone there too, right? I didn't want to do that. He, he suggested a police uh, department, which I would have been fine too. But then I'm like, I don't want to take this drone up at a police department. They're going to yeah. think I'm trying to record their shit and try to, you know, get me arrested or some shit. So I was like, let's go to this RC field. I know we can fly there. It'll be good. Um, and, and that's what we did. I flew it. I gave him the money. We, we went on our very way and, and both parties were happy. Cool. Nice. You know, um, there was one experience recently. I went and bought something from Craigslist. Um, oh boy. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I'll, I'll search Craigslist every once in a while for some stuff, see what's, what's out there. And, you know, folks that are like not on Facebook, um, usually people that are not on social media who use Craigslist. And you find deals there. So, I, I, you know, I've been wanting to just get some planes to um, <clears throat> to fly. I mean, to crash. I mean, to fly, I guess. No, to crash. <laughs> I got some planes to crash, right? So, I mean, let's be honest. I'm not going to bullshit anyone. I, I buy planes so I can crash. Like, that's my sole purpose. Except for one plane that I bought. No, two planes that I bought, I will not fly to crash. But anything else that I have on an airplane, I don't really care. The extreme flight and, and the one word, um, the P-47 that my wife bought me. When we first met for a birthday present, those two, right. those two plays I won't, I, I cherish, but everything else I'm like, let me buy some cheap planes because I want to have some fun. Um, <laughs> so I went on Craigslist and I found a lot of planes for sale. It was like, it was like seven or eight pictures of different parts and planes and things. And I was just like, I don't know what it is, but there's a couple of nitro planes in there. There's like, there's a Bixler in there. There's this like EDF red russian edf thing it's just like edf and wings um and i was like oh all this stuff looks kind of cool and i'm like i'll have fun with it and it was 80 oh it was a, she wanted 150 bucks and wow. i'm like I'll, I'll give you 80 bucks and i'll come today and pick it up she's like okay so damn so she gave me her address and it was her house and i pull in and i'm like this feels sketchy as fuck <laughs> i'm like oh no it's like it like I guess they were like doing renovations and I think they're moving and that was part of the reason why they're selling all this stuff. Uh, but it just looks sketchy and I'm like, uh, do I knock on the door? What do I do? I'm like, I'm here, you know, like and she, she comes and opens the door, she's like, Oh, come on in and like she has like six kids in there and they're all like trying to help bring all the stuff out. So like from like five year old little girls bringing little boxes out. So they all oh, they all help me bring and I picked up six planes that day. For eighty dollars, two nitro trainers with motors, everything. Uh, one Cessna little foamy, another Cessna that's like a big foamy, like sixty something inch wingspan foamy Cessna. Damn. Um, the Bixler, that that red EDF Comet thing, and um, what was the other thing? Oh, and a bunch of like floats and like another nitro motor and like all these old seventy-two megahertz transmitters. With the, of long antennas and all that stuff. Um, you know, and I was like, okay, cool. So I picked it all up and, you know, everything was good, but it was like, it was really like, let me call my wife. Hey, 
just get me on GPS right now just so you know where I am. <laughs> you know, like, it just felt <laughs> yeah. really sketchy to like, just go to someone's house like that. And, uh, but yeah, it, it did turn out okay. And, you know, you know, even though it's like, it's a worry, you know, there are a lot of good people out there. So, you know, but you do have to take care of yourself and be careful. Um, which is great because I already sold a plane for 50 bucks. So basically I, I paid 30 bucks to crash like five planes. It's going to be great. <laughs> nice. Oh I'll video it all too, so don't worry about that. Yeah, dude, I had a similar thing off of uh, Craigslist, mm-hmm. you know, because you, you start flying planes, and you know, I went to a place in Wayne, uh, New Jersey, and yeah, I drove, and it was a residential place, big. What what really pissed me off though was the guy. The guy said free on the thing, but then when I got there, now he wanted three hundred dollars for all this stuff, and I kind of just looked around and I was like, yeah, goodbye. That's, that's like yeah, I'll let you know. Are you gonna say free and then like? Yeah, it was weird. The ad said free. That I didn't like that at all. Oh, they probably uh, did that because they didn't want to put a price on it, and they wanted to negotiate. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, but you bought a whole bunch of planes. Or did you go buy a plane one day and then the guy was like, "Well, you could take that one too and that one too." Yeah, that was that was the the first. Uh, yeah, because you got that S-Bock and you got like a Mustang or something from him. Or I remember the ones that you crashed that green, uh, Greenwood Lake? Yes. Yeah. Green Pond. Yeah, green sorry. Pond, the dogs are it. barking. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, that was, um, yeah, that guy had tons of stuff. And I, I had seen him at the Ram show. That guy's name was Chris with long hair. And he lived, I forget where he lived. Caldwell, West Caldwell, somewhere, somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he had one room that just had tons of balsa kits in it. Had planes hanging everywhere. Yeah, and I, I picked up like four planes pretty cheap, like for maybe 200 bucks or something it was. I don't even remember. It was pretty damn cheap. I had that, yeah, the storage. Mm, the, yeah, uh, the storage. That was good, the Boston one, yeah. The I had the Corsair, and what the hell else did I buy from him? There was four planes. There was I don't that, remember. that yellow one, that Brettling Nitro plane that you never... No, that one I still have. Yeah, that was from another guy. Oh, okay. That was, that was down like Edison. Was it that cub? Remember you had like a green cub? The oh. green cub I got at a swap meet. Okay. That swap meet. I I put a bid on it like 30 bucks. <laughs> and nobody that was the $30 cub. Yeah. $30. I have flew well, I flew that thing once, I think. Yeah. Once or twice. Once or twice. It had like that it was like wrapped in like cloth. It wasn't like yeah. Monaco, right? Yeah. Yeah, I said I was gonna recover it and everybody was like, dude, you're gonna run into a lot of issues trying to get that old stuff off, but I didn't care. Yeah. I gotta fix it because it was a touch tail heavy, and I remember coming in over my Jeep and like pulling up and then coming down to land it, and I think I I tipped it over or something, nosed it over, did something to it. But I did fly that thing once. Mm-hmm. The storch I used to fly all the time. I think I wound up giving that away. I think I give that to Tony. Yeah, I think so. Cool. Oh, I had that other biplane, that HE one two three or something. Yeah, it was. yeah, yeah. The yellow. That's black the one. other one I got. Yeah. That's the one I got from that guy. That was like biplane with flaps on it. That was mm-hmm. crazy. That I flew a bunch of times too, but the landing gear always had problems staying on that model. Yeah. I think I give that to Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I've had some successes online and, and that, I don't know, that wasn't the greatest area, but it wasn't the worst area of Caldwell. And I think I did the same thing. Like I either wrote down the address before I left or, you know, sent a text to my wife. Hey, here's the address I'm going to, yeah. you know, and if anything changes, you know, if anything changes, don't be stupid. Like, Oh, I, I got no service in this area that we're going to like that shit happens in the movies. And then people get, an axe in the head. So <laughs> be careful. Go to Walmart. Yeah. Go to a public worst place. You know? Worst thing that's going to happen at Walmart is somebody might take a picture of you because you're wearing something stupid. That's I don't know. It. I mean, unless, unless, you know, <laughs> unless you're in an area with a lot of rappers, they might shoot you. I heard that happens in, uh, <laughs> in North Carolina. <laughs> oh boy. Rappers shooting people <laughs> at Walmart. <laughs> okay. But yes, so be safe. Um, I think it's great to buy things off of people like this, you know, buy used, you know, try to get some deals, um, you know, because a lot of folks, they get in a hobby or maybe their their parents got were like their dad was in a hobby and, you know, they're, yeah. don't, they're out of it now or, you know, passed away or something. And it's like you're helping them get rid of and clean up and also make a little bit of money and you're getting something cool that you can mess around with and crash and have fun. And, um, yeah. And even if you get one flight on it and some screws up and you wind up crashing it, like that's one more flight than, like you said, Steve, somebody's, somebody's, you know, parent died and they were flying it and, or a bunch of stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. that that's one more flight that model got, you know, uh, and you might have tons more flights on it, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, and, and enjoy it. Like, geez, that, well, look at that guy, Perry, we used to fly with at Polda. Remember him? He had a, uh, he had a non, he had like a bank and yank, uh, nitro plane that he'd covered when he was like 15 or something. Mm -hmm. I think it was like something like that. And not like, or in his attic for like 35 years. And then he brought it out and he was flying the crap out of that thing for like a whole season. Yeah. So it's like, it's like good stuff like that, man. You yeah. know, you never yeah. know. You never know. And you get these gems and you know, so like, yes, you, you sell have them to Steve and you can crash them. <laughs> Yes, be careful when you when you deal with folks, but you know, like sometimes it's worth worth the you know a calculated risk, right? Like to be safe about it, and and you can get some cool deals out there, and 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 then crash it. Maybe fun. Yeah, it's worth looking. It definitely is. Yeah, but definitely be safe. I just you know I would hate to hear about someone getting screwed over or hurt because they were trying to buy something off of someone, you know, and he got rolled or something, you know, or just it'd be yeah. stupid. Yeah, you know, don't try to meet that person in the dark alley in a trench coat. Yeah, and <laughs> if you're that person that's trying to hustle someone and roll them for for their money or something, well, you better fuck off because <laughs> you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Right, and yeah. I think they don't realize how big the community is, yeah. how widespread it is. Yeah, yeah, you can't steal from us and think you can get away with it. We no. will shun you right out the community real quick. Well, and. Also, you know, how quick did Frank find his stuff? But the guy never showed up. So, you know, he, they found it pretty quick when uh, the two models that he had stolen. Oh, but then like, didn't the cops weren't like cops didn't do nothing about it, though. Right. But what I'm, what I'm saying is the community was. Oh, yeah. Like, but they right found it. Right. Yeah. Found it like, mm -hmm. I think, within 24 yeah, hours. Yeah. It was yeah. on let go, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. 
All right. Um, let's see. Is there anything else we want to mention about this topic? No, just be smart. Just be, you know, you don't have to be street smart, but just use some common sense if you have any. <laughs> Most of us do. Oh, yeah. I think that, the you know, the best thing is if, if you're going to pay in cash meat in a public area, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can use an app. That's great. <clears throat> and bring and, somebody, too, if you... Yeah. I think bringing an extra person is the best. Um, if you can't bring... Like, I, I didn't have someone to bring with me, so I went alone. But, um, you know, if you do go alone, be safe about it. Um, I mean, I'm not going to... I'm not going to say you should do this or you should not do this, but, you know, if you're a legal gun carrier, maybe you carry that as well. I mean, for those that are legal gun carriers, you usually carry them all the time anyway, so... so you know. Right. But, yeah, you want to just make sure you're safe, okay? Protect yourself. Be, be safe out there. It's a wild, wild world we live in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if it's uh, too good to be true, it probably is. So. Yeah. It's funny that you brought up the camper stuff because I've been seeing a lot of, like, Campers just come up on my Facebook Marketplace post, and I've been seeing a lot of like thousand dollars, fifteen hundred. I'm like, that camper is kind of too new for that. Like, yes, it's small, but that looks way too new to be fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, and if you look at that ad, there's only one picture of it. Yeah, and like, yeah, it's it just and if one you look from the outside, that anyone could have just went, okay, I'm gonna yeah. post this up. Come meet yeah. up with me, fifteen hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, I've always another thing. You know, more pictures of the item, the better. Right. Yeah. I mean, because the more pictures and you can obviously tell, you know, whether it was like the picture was if it was ripped off of like a, you know, a site selling it or whatever. So, Mm -hmm. well, and that's another thing. You can ask the guy for specific pictures, too. And if he can't provide those, then he obviously doesn't have that item. Right. Like, to me, like, like, I want a picture of the Sierra number on the thing, you know, or something. right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Give me a close up of the landing gear and how that mounts because I've had issues with that or blah blah blah. Yeah, you make something there. up, but try to get some more detailed pictures and then uh, that'll indicate like, oh, this person has it or not. Right. Because there are scammers out there. There are sketchy people that will try to, you know, do what they can to get one over you. So, you know. Yep. All right. Nice little short topic there. All right. Okay, let's move yeah. on to Ian's tech tip. <laughs> what tech tip? Uh, Ian, Ian, Ian. Return to sender. Get it out of here. No, it's kidding. <laughs> All right. Uh, no tech no, tip? I've been so swamped lately. Hopefully, I- I've got an idea I'm working on for next week, so tune in. I'm taking over Ian's tech tip segment with what's Kevin been watching. and. Uh, oh, yeah. So what's Kevin been watching? <laughs> I watched the new Batman oh. from beginning to end. Condolences. What? <laughs> you, you like what? it? Was it good? I liked it. It was very good. Nice. And I loved the pacing of the, that film. It was like almost three hours long, and it wasn't it wasn't bad at all, man. I loved the way they, they paced it. Yeah. Which it was Batman an action was movie. What's that? Which Batman was this? It's the latest one. The latest one that came out? It's called yeah. The Batman. The mm-hmm. Batman. Yeah, and I don't know whether that dude can act or not. I think he's a pretty good actor, but the way they did it and the way they had him more or less just kind of like standing there and looking the way Batman looks in a lot of the scenes, mm-hmm. 
you know, you don't have to be a spectacular actor. You don't have to be Russell Crowe or anybody to, to pull that off. And plus anybody that's a fan of the comic books knows Batman was a detective first. Like Batman was, that came from detective comics and detective he comics, yeah. quote, mm-hmm. quote unquote, the world's greatest detective. And they actually uh, introduced that a lot in, in this film, which nice. was, was, was cool to see. And I didn't care, you know, they didn't push global warming or anything bullshit. They kind of mentioned it once, but whatever I think. And, you know, I like the guy that plays commissioner Gordon. He was, uh, the American agent in the latest, like set of bond films. i like him. He's a good actor. And, uh, yeah, it was a good film. Nice. And then I watched something silly from 1983 the other day, some silly alien movie. One of Jack Palance's like last films or some shit. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was, it was, I don't even remember the name, but it was it was a stupid freaking movie. But so don't watch that. If I can remember the name, I'll let you know. But don't watch that one. But go see Batman. Yeah. Go see Batman. All right, Ian. Better get a tech tip next week. I know. What do we pay you? I uh, know. Well, I'm not working as crazy as I was this past week, so. Alrighty then. I got an idea for one. Just got to type it up. All right. Okay. Sounds good. And make sure it's Andy proof. Oh, that's the hard part. Oh, yeah. That is the hard part. I don't think anything is Andy proof. No. All right. So what's next? All right. News and announcements. All right. We got any news? And announcements. All right. What do we have? Well, the first thing we got on the list here is the seventh annual Free Fall RC Heli Fest. Wait, is it the seventh? We have a date for that. Yes. Hopefully they get, um, get <laughs> hopefully it gets approved. It's, but yeah, it's going to mm-hmm. tentatively be at Allen's Airfield. Yes. Well, no, it's definitely July. at Allen's Airfield, but yeah, July 29th. Yep. 29th and through the 31st. Mm-hmm. Nice. Wow, man. Yeah, we wanted to do it um, earlier. I, I, we actually have it sanctioned already. I, I put in a request to get the dates changed. Um, I sanctioned it for May 27th through 29th, um, but didn't realize that's Memorial Day weekend. Uh, so, you know, with families and people going on trips and stuff, I was like, we're not going to do it that weekend. And then... Um, Basically, June didn't really work out as well, so we ended up, um, Rob and I decided that, you know, we're going to have to do it late in July. Um, so it is what it is. It's, uh, I think, like two weeks before Urcha, but, you know, that's fine. Okay. Screw Urcha. Um, it should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what my schedule is going to be like? I might even be in New Jersey. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? I mean, if you were in Jersey, would you be even able to come, or would it be like you're cleaning the house Packing shit up, like you know, doing shit. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's all. It's all the no era. clue, man. Yeah. Who knows? But that's a great place to have a fun fly. Heck yeah. Um, yep. It's, that's a good time. I've, I've had a lot of fun there. Awesome. Uh, so right. what we got next here? I put this in because I saw Chris Roberts' son Logan. Uh, flew his first RC plane uh, mm-hmm. off the simulator and 
I just saw tonight that also he posted a video that his daughter Haley also flew her first plane. And I watched the one where Logan was flying, and mm-hmm. dude, I don't know how old is he. He's got to be like what? Five, six, six. Yeah. Yeah, he's a couple of years and older than Hunter. Yeah. So he's flying. Chris obviously took it off. It's uh, you know, it's, it's I don't Cub know what Scout. kind of plane it is. It's a Cub Scout. Okay. Yeah. Cub Scout. Yeah, that's like a Bixler with wheels, right? Is yep, that what that basically. is? Basically, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it, he's Chris's great instructor, and you know, he took it off. Obviously, had him on Buddy Box, and was mm-hmm. like, you know, pull back a little bit, pull back a little bit. All right, turn left, or pull back a little bit, pull back a little bit. And that kid was flying it around, and and that kid, the expression on that kid's face, like when he was done, was worth it, dude. It was yeah. amazing. He was yep. so happy. Like the kid was just like, you could say it's a, it's a really cute video. Mm-hmm. I got to watch the one where Haley flies. Um, but it's great to see, yeah. you know, what's going on with Chris and, and his family. That's awesome. Uh, Logan and Haley would make it the fourth generation of Rybirds to fly. Right. Right. That's right? awesome. His grandfather, yeah. his father, Chris, right. And now his kids. It's yeah. Freaking awesome. That's great. Yeah. He, he's killing it. And uh, he was talking about that on uh, on Discord on Friday, and he was super excited to get them on the stick. So great deal. I mean, they they got to fly for the first time uneventful. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a good video. Like I said, real cute. Um, you can see how excited Logan is. And mm-hmm. uh, awesome job, Chris. Awesome. Yeah. Good job, Chris. So next up on our list, we got congrats to Duncan Bosnian. Is it yeah. Bosnian? Bosnian? Bosnian, I think. Remember we saw uh, him at Fly Fest? Yeah. Yeah, I did. The one-handed yeah. TikToks. 20, on TikTok. what, 2015? What? Uh, tw- He's mode 2015. one. He just goes one stick to, yeah. to Elrond TikTok. That's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Look it up. Do it a was, Google video. There, there, there's him video. There's, he'll, he'll raise one hand. And the helicopter's sitting there doing Elrond TikTok. Yeah, there's a video of him at Flight Fest doing that. Mm-hmm. And like going behind one of the banners and coming back around and then yep. plowing it in. Plowing it in on the ground, doing like, you know, yeah. the, the smack stuff on the deck. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Yeah, well, congrats to him yep. because he just joined the Theta Servo Factory team. Woohoo! Nice. Factory so with team. that Mode One aileron TikToks, one-handed, mm-hmm. he'll be putting pressure on the Theta Cyclic Circo servos, oh, yeah. <laughs> shooting for no hands. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Living mine. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, congrats to him. He's he's a cool guy, good pilot. I know that was one of your favorite pilots when we started getting into it, mm-hmm. Steve. Yeah. Awesome. And last on our list, we have uh, Luca from, you know, Oxy and mm-hmm. Lynx um, fame. Luca Inver- Inverness? Inverness? Inverness, yeah. Uh, he is up and around. I don't know if uh, our listeners know it or not, but he had a bad bout with COVID. Mm-hmm. And uh, he beat it. He's... He beat it. Yes. He he uh, definitely lost some weight because I saw some pictures of him. He looks um, a little skinnier than I'm used to seeing him. But, uh, yeah, he's he's doing good, and hopefully he'll get back to, uh, you know, he's not going to sit around. I no, mean, he's no, probably no. running the show. I mean, he's uh, probably, like, 
freaking figuring out how to get that oxy flash out now you know yeah 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 i'm 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 really glad i'm really really glad to hear that that he pulled through i know um i know it was kind of kept like a lot of folks were kept in the dark about this um i knew he was not doing very well you know to the point where like they put him in a coma and on ventilators and all that stuff and some other like new experimental drugs and all this stuff but um you know, he pulled out of it and, you know, I'm thankful for that. He's a yeah. really good guy in the hobby, man. And it would have been terrible yeah, to lose him this way. Devastating. Yeah. It was uh, similar to what John's sister, my, my son-in-law's sister was going through with COVID. That this would, I mean, there was times where he was like, you know, I don't think I'm ever going to see her again. Like, cause she mm-hmm. was. In, they induced a coma. They had her on like the that heavy duty ventilator machine, yeah. and she pulled through too. So awesome, good um, to hear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, it's good to hear that Luca's, you know, up and around. And mm-hmm. I'm sure, like I said, I've I've met Luca, Luca at Urcha 2019, and to, he's not a guy to sit around. No. He was probably running stuff from his coma. You know, <laughs> he's probably giving orders out. No, his wife was doing it though, and his wife was doing nice. Uh, was busy. Keeping the company afloat and keeping it running, and I heard, I'll bet. you know, so yeah, yeah. So you know, cheers to Luca. Thank, thank God he pulled through. Um, I, I'm glad. I'm really happy yeah. that, he, that everything's okay with him. You know, and for all the haters out there that that thought that he might not make it, well, you know what? I'm glad he proved you wrong. What? <laughs> who would they? They know who, who they are. Such a thing. They know who they are. I'm not even gonna oh, go man. into that. All right. So what's next that. for you in the hobby then? Uh, what's next for you, Ian? Um, well, I've got tomorrow off, but like typical fashion, whenever I have two days off, it decides to piss rain for like three days. Um, so I'm probably going to just, there's gotta be like a clear moment of like, it's going to be clear for an hour or two, like go fly. Oh no, it's like coming down. I I can hear it outside the Uh. window. It's just pouring. Uh, they're talking for like the next, you know, 30, 40 hours, like, Oh, it's going to be rain. It's going to be shitty outside. So, um, I'm going to be doing stuff here at home tomorrow. Um, I might have to do a little bit of running around, but, um, other than that, just work, um, Monday, everything goes back to normal because the kids are on spring break this week. So, Mm. you know, everything I do, I've got them with me. And then, of course, you know, they're going to the baby Sarah on Thursday. Um, I think the next possible chance I can fly, you know, after work would probably be Monday, you know, because my schedule is going to go back to the same. You know, I'll, I'll work the day shift and then after work, pick up the kids and then just go straight to the field. So, I don't really have much planned. Hmm. I'm working like all throughout the weekend. Okay. All right. I was going to say, you got any wrenching to do? Maybe. I suppose I could probably do some wrenching. I mean, I do have this Jeep sitting in in the parking lot that now is finally going to have some downtime. Oh, just push that over a cliff, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that gas guzzling. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, no, at least, uh, at least gas my gas mileage cut by half. So I was just going to say all the, the heartaches he's had with that thing. True. Uh, not too you, bad. 
you put enough new parts on it, you probably sell it like new. You won't get that money, that new money for it though. Yeah, can't you just um, can't you go as a used car get some cash for it? I mean, yeah, if I put like thirty threes on it, and um, I mean, no, I'm sure just... I can get some decent cash if I uh, you know put some crazy mods in it. Let's but then again, that's a lot of money to spend. No, I'm just gonna fix what's going on with it, and you know, I'll be driving the Honda a lot. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, okay, what am next? I going to be doing? Yeah, Kevin, what are you going to be doing? Uh, I'm probably going to be getting some flying in. I'm going to look at that 690 and see what's up with the tail, but I'm uh, definitely going to get some flying in this weekend. It's supposed to be really nice once again. I'm not tired of saying it. I freaking love Florida, and uh, I'm going to be out flying, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, probably Sunday. Yeah, with Mr. Shaw, who I'm supposed to, uh, I'm sure I'll see something new that he's been working on all week. You mean all year? I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. I mean, all, all decade. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's about it. Um, not really doing much else. Well, I'm on call this weekend, but that's only in the morning, so I'll be hanging for a little bit and then going flying. Hopefully. What about you, Steve? Uh, so my club's doing an indoor f- little fly-in um, from like one to four on Saturday, but I think I'm just gonna oh, go to the cool. I think I'm just gonna go to club field and fly there. Like, it's fine to do the indoor stuff when it's cold and nasty weather outside, but yeah, I mean Virginia here is like 70, 80 degrees during the day, so like and sunny. So why would I go indoors when I can fly a seven hundred or nitro outdoors? So yeah, I'll probably. Pass on that and just do the um, just go to the field and do some flying there. I do have a little wrench to do with my little tip over. Um, so yeah, the front landing skid and the uh, main grip arms I got to get replaced those, which I have in stock, so that's not a big deal. Um, and I'm gonna start building up that raw since the Bixler is gonna be off my workbench now. I'm gonna start um, wrenching on that raw nitro HD. So I'm gonna take my gasser conversion um, and make it not back to electric, I guess, or just take the gasser frame and everything off because um, I want to have that motor sent out anyways because I think it's damaged and causing a lot of vibrations. So I'm going to take that 700 electric, you know, top plate transmission and the boom and everything and right. drop that onto the raw HD frames um, with my, um, I have the, the gold edition 105 that's already in the mount and everything ready to go. And nice. yeah, so I'll get that built and, you know, I'll take some pictures of that build and stuff and, uh, and go from there. Um, but yeah, I do plan on flying this weekend for sure. And, uh, but yeah, I'm not sure when, like where, but one of the two days I'll go. Um, what about you, Ian? Ian already went. Oh yeah, yeah I already went. <laughs> yeah. Oh, everyone went then, didn't he? What about you, Andy? Yeah. What about you, Andy? Oh, playing with some corn cobs. I see. Nice. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Do we have any <laughs> listener pipeline? I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not loading that shit on here. So we're going to do that next I'm, time. I'm not Andy. I'm not Andy either. If you left a, vet, a message this week and uh, we didn't play it because Andy's not here, make sure you call up this week and let Andy, Andy know how mad you are. 
at him. And how much he sucks. For not showing up. Not me. What the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, Andy? That's what he should be saying. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, wait, so we're, we don't have Andy. Did you guys do a wrap-up last week? I did Podbean, yeah. Did you do Facebook uh, or any of that stuff? or? I don't know. I think we – did we do that, Ian? I don't remember. Oh, shit, I can't remember. Facebook or not. Last week's a blur for me. Hmm. So shall we? Or sh- I don't know. We want to skip for next week. Eh, we can. Uh, I can do Podbean again. Um. Well, let's just go through. We'll, we'll we'll blast through it. I don't think there's a lot of stuff, anyways. Um. All right. Uh, Facebook likes. Yes. Yeah, we definitely didn't do the likes. Okay, I think we have two new likes here. At least I'm, no, no, we have one new like. Sorry. Um. And this person's name is, oh, wait, let me first say how many likes we have. We have 1,392 plus one new like this week, or it was actually seven days ago, so it was last week. Is Terry Music. Music? 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Terry. Okay, Facebook comments. What do we have? Uh, give me a sec to look that up. Facebook comments. I don't know if we did this last week. I think we did talk about Facebook comments last week also. I'll know when I see them. When they finally pop up here. Uh, yeah, I posted some pictures of me. Let's see, going the distance. Yeah, because I talked about how Jamie Burkholder was talking about another podcast. He was fed up with us last week. So um, yeah, going the distance, we had Jamie Burkholder once again with a with a comment saying, holy crap, I thought it was Friday because you released this episode today. Imagine my disappointment when I figured out it's Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve, you said, Jamie, blame Andy or thank Andy. Yeah, take your blame pick. or thank Andy. Yeah, take your pick. Yeah. And I think there's another comment uh, by Bill oh. Anthony. Bill Ann, who said, epic early release. Yes, and I forgot. I spoke to Bill, too. He called me as well. So thank you, Bill, for the call. I appreciate it. And Kevin did, too, just to, you know, I know you called me, too, Kevin. So thank you guys for calling me. Um, oh. Yeah. I didn't want to call and bug you if you were hurting too bad. <laughs> Actually, you called me, Steve. Did I? Because I had sent you a text that morning saying, hey, dude, I don't know oh, what's yeah. going on, I but, didn't wanna, you know, if I you didn't need wanna, anything, yeah. let me know. Because yes, it was kind of mysterious. You were like, yeah, I, I can't make it. No, no, Sorry. what did I say? I didn't say I, I can't make it. I said something a little bit further than that. Nah, uh, something like, I'm going to sleep this one off. No, it was something, well, you mean texting us that night? Yeah, I said, um, yeah. I, you I, didn't I, say, oh, I hurt myself or anything. It was just like, um, I don't know, it was just something to where it was. I thought it was a little bit, like, like I wasn't sure. Yeah, I said, hey, guys, happening. I can't make it tonight. Just had a small accident and I need to rest it off. I'll explain later. Sorry, guys. That's what I wrote. Yeah. Okay. Small yeah, accent. And then, and then you're yeah. like, Steve's like, and then Kevin's like, Steve, is tomorrow better for you? And I didn't even respond to this. this. is my wife. She said, no, I don't think this week's going to work. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, it didn't matter. It was like, the, the first three days was like the rough part of the breaking a bone like this, you know? Um, so... So I posted a picture of me heading out early uh-huh. 
uh, 7.30 a.m. to Miami. Uh, Dwayne Six said, have a safe trip. Have fun. Daryl Thorpe said, hashtag send it, Kevin. And I said, Daryl Thorpe, thanks. Hell yeah. And he said, did it send? And I should uh, answer him, but I can answer him now by hell yeah, it sent. Hashtag hell yeah. I don't know. Um, it was, I had fun. And I was, I was getting some good flights in with the, with the Oxy five for sure. Uh, my mom said, yes. I don't know. Mom. Uh, Mike Welch <laughs> said, have a good time. Mark Ritchie asked who was driving. I said the Jeep <laughs> and, and John Titus said, enjoy. I said, thanks, John. And then I posted some pictures from the event. Not a lot, maybe like nine pictures. Uh, got some comments on that. Jared Minty said, good to finally meet you. Kev, um, Kevo, uh, Smith milk said, good to see you. Mike D said the fun fly was fun fly was cool, but I may now have some hearing loss. Wait, what? And John Titus asked me about the mechanics on the coast guard heli. I had no clue. I just took a picture of it. And cause I saw it sitting there. I didn't even ask the guy anything about it, but then I found a video, uh, that looked very similar. It was a 700 size that might have more details on it, but I did. I think I think I saw that one fly. The other guy that I have a picture of that was flying that one, like the size of a coffee table, that freaking thing. He was flying that a few times, man. Yeah. Nice. That thing was huge, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was cool. And there was, a, there was another one there. That I didn't take a picture of with the enclosed tail. Like she had like 12 the blade enclosed tail. tail. Yeah. yeah. Those are mm-hmm. cool looking, man. I remember talking to Steve Baker and he was explaining to me like how expensive that part actually is. That tail, part, like it's ridiculously expensive. I mean, there's so many blades too. And they have to like, you know, yeah, they have to all pivot. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Change pitch. Right. Fair. Yeah. But a good event. And that was it on Facebook that I saw. Did you guys see anything? I don't know where else we, uh, I posted a thing about what do you guys think? A quick and dirty review on three fibros with integrated RX available oh, right, today. Right. Uh, Futaba CGY uh, 760 versus Spirit Jetty, Spirit GTR slash Jetty versus V Bar. Um, Kyle Gaines says a lot of people would learn from it. I know I would. Darren Ween says, Sounds good to me. You could probably review, <laughs> you could probably review all three. Each with their own episode, then do a fourth comparison episode before Telerotor gets their next review out. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, damn. Nice. And then Matt Colvin says he might get done first. And then Justin Wyatt said, oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Anders, uh, I don't know how to say his last name because he has like a little thing on us. Stalus, I guess. Says, uh, sound good. Please consider all aspects of this hobby, not only focus on the 3D crowd like F3C scale, etc. Example for F3C, Futaba offers huge tunability for the type of flying, even a dedicated F3C model. Well worth a mention in a test like this. Just my two cents. Cheers. And I did, my, my sole purpose of this was not only to do 3D, but it's also to do the F3C stuff. So the model that I'm going to install it on is my F3C Black Thunder model that I'm using. Um, so I wrote, yes, sir, this is going on the Black Thunder. I plan on doing some precision F3C stuff, plus a bank for some 3D. So my plan is to do both. How hard is it tuned for 3D and how hard is it for F3C? How do they fly in each type of flying? And he said, thanks. Um, Darren, Daryl Thorpe said, I'm curious with a monocle looking thing, emoji. Um, and then <laughs> Sam Larson said, uh, 
Funny Larson. Steve, I just Larson, sorry. Uh, so funny Steve, I just set up my Jetty Radio with the Spirit and Oxy Three. I said, nice. Once I get my setup, I'm gonna hit you up so we can talk about it. And he said, very cool. So yeah, so that should be uh, something. That's good to hear, though. That Sam's like got an Oxy Three and is uh, well, yeah, I remember him flying a helis. Yeah. From time to time. I thought he had V bar though. Or was I mistaken? I know Kevin mm-hmm. Johnson had V bar. Kevin Yeah. Oh no, um, no, no. He was on he was Jetty. Oh, wait a minute. Or wasn't he open RX? Or something? He was like a Yeah. Um like I don't a remember now. what the hell is that called? The uh Tyrannus or the Tyrannus? Free, FR Sky. No, FR Sky or Free Sky. He had like the X ten or something, like the I thought. I don't know, Sam. Yeah, if you listen to this, remember. let us know which radio did you have before the Jetty. I, th- I thought it was the um, the uh, Free Sky X11 or Horus or one of those weird names that it, they had for those radios. Cool. Uh, I think that's all we have. What do we have for listener posts? I don't know. We got any listener posts? That's usually not my department. Listener post, yeah, give me a second. I can try looking up. I know we have Chris Rybert. He posted that video, right? That's definitely, um, yeah. Of his daughter flying? Yep. So, yes, Chris Rybert, I am on cloud nine. My grandfather and father got me into flying RC when I was six years old. RC has been a passion of mine for the past 37 years without ever taking a break. And I've dreamed of the day where when my children become fourth generation RC pilots in our family. I'm proud to say that that day has come today. Logan and Haley have been testing the waters with the sim on and off for the past month with my guidance and the help of the Aero Scout. That's what that was, the Hobby Zone Aero Scout. Logan completed his first body buddy box flight today. Uh, super, super proud dad moment for sure, man. Uh, once the kids master the Aero Scout, I've been in both their own willy-nilly's plane. Nice. Man. Oh, wow. Right to to uh, some uh, balsa kits, huh? What about a helicopter? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Two hours ago, Haley completed her first buddy box flight today. Both kids in the same week. I am so proud of them. So, yeah, you got two videos up here. Definitely check them out. They're in the um, uh, Facebook, what is this called? The community page of our page. Um, so, yeah, go check that out. All right. Uh, people Podbean. Yeah, People Podbean is person of Podbean. George Papa Giorgio started following us. That was it. That was it. Podbean. All right. Yep. Do we have any comments? Uh, that's not my area either of expertise. Yes, we do. Okay. So let's see here. Did you guys didn't do Podbean last week, right? No, I just did. Okay, so I'll go back 14 days or less. Okay. Uh, Jay Titus, so John Titus, thanks for coming, guys. Looking forward to seeing you again. And he responded to episode 282, Dragonfly 2021. Uh, seven days ago, Greg Jr. for episode 316, IDK. IDK? Much <laughs> concerning C responses. And all in caps, like uh, yelling at me. Stop yelling at me. I don't appreciate it. Um, seven days ago, Greg Eagle Jr. says, Yes, Eagle Jr. Con- oh, what the hell is this word? Contination? 
C O N T E N I A T I O N. I don't know what that word is. I don't know either. Yeah. I'm stumped on that one. Right. And that was for episode 316. Uh, Gray Eagle Jr. 7 replying back to 316. Hunted but unsure, some creepy foundational of SCP. What the hell, man? What the hell, man? Uh, Gray Eagle Jr. seven days ago replying to that says, Yes, indeed they were. Told me was fun fly until full scale patchy goat. Seven, <laughs> seven days ago, Gray Eagle says, Inc. INC, like incorporate, Inc. Oh, and then he responds again, In conclusternation. Oh my God, he makes up these weird words. In conclusternation. <laughs> SCP Foundation of Scary No Like the Eagle Funfly Apache Airwolf Scary Help Please Help Sad face Okay And then six days ago He responds Tokyo Los Francisco York That Texican What the hell Gray Eagle What the hell man Don't make any sense Alright Thanks uh Gregor and John for leaving those comments. All right. Thanks, guys. Okay. iTunes review. We have an iTunes review. Holy shit. We have an iTunes review. I'm actually going to do the outro today, then. And Andy's not here, though. Should we read it? Oh, then I'm not going to do the outro today, then. No, I let's save it should. for Andy. I think we should. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, because we don't get these often, and it's nice that we're all here when we do them. Okay. Yeah. So, thanks for listening. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll do a little bit of the outro. Drop us an iTunes review. Come on. We like these iTunes reviews. You know. We'll read it on the next episode if everybody's here, Andy. Yeah, if everyone's here. <laughs> yeah. Email yeah, us at freefarc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Check out our webpage, Flight Test Forums. You know all the spots. Follow podcasters. I think there's only like two left. Heliheads podcast. Heliheads. Yeah, who are they? Dude, I don't even Helly know. Heli heads, dude. <laughs> Listen, I was in all seriousness, I gotta stop the show like dead in his tracks and read you the the text message I sent to Kevin McGrady because I was listening to their show, dude, and he knocked it out of the park. Like and I even talked to a couple guys. Which one? The ESC the one or the, which episode? Um, this is their latest one. The ESC one? Uh, I don't know whatever one of the latest one is. Sixty six, I think they're up to. Did they talk um, about ESCs with Cliff or not? Mm, no. So that's uh, probably the last one then. Where they're talking about drama and the hobby and stuff. Or yeah, what? episode 66. Yeah. I don't know if it that's the episode number. I don't know okay. if that was, if their main focus was drama. But no, he, he they knocked it out of the park. And, and like I was saying, I was talking to a couple oh, really. Oh, that's sync one, right? Yeah. I was yeah. talking to a couple really respectable guys at, at the Fun Fly. Mm-hmm. Some of the best pilots that you'll ever see. I won't mention any names, but, and, and they were kind of like saying the same thing, you know, like we don't, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't have thick skin to be in this hobby to go out and have fun on the weekend. No, you shouldn't have to have a thick skin. No, you no know? I agree with that wholeheartedly too. Like yeah. if you think you need to have thick skin in the hobby, then you're an asshole in the hobby. <laughs> yeah. And you know, they were talking about keyboard warriors and there's a lot of that stuff that goes yeah, on. Up. I mean, I'm as you can imagine, warriors. I don't give a shit about in, any of them. <laughs> it's insane. Well, you can't get, you can't no. duck them. You can't get rid of them anymore. So the they're way, everywhere. No, I, I, you know, I, I don't fuck with people that like are negative in the hobby. 
No, um, no, I don't even you know? like. We were talking about not engaging last week or whatever, I or two weeks them. ago. I, I don't care. They will not be part of my life if, or part of my Facebook life if they do, they fuck with me. I just block them. I don't care. You but know? dude, it, he had one sentence that like resonated with me and mm-hmm. and really was um was perfect in the way he summed it up. He said, you know, what we do in this hobby is a gift and the friends we make are gold. And I totally agree with that. You know, I couldn't have said it better. And I don't know whether he thought about that for a long time or if that just came right out of his mouth, but that was perfect way to sum it up, man. And that was the way I felt, you know, this, this weekend, like the friends I have are gold and I really missed the hell out of them when I had to leave. And you know, the next day, um, Uh and I'm, thankful that you know i got to know all these great people in the hobby man yeah yeah and then i still know another thing that he said that um that kind of rang for me too is you know when people say well they're ruining my hobby they're ruining my hobby and to be honest your hobby is your hobby but this hobby is our hobby it's everyone's hobby you know and it's true like it shouldn't be like that you don't need to be like that so yeah, I mean that was a great it's episode. Your, I do, I do agree. It's with your that. hobby when you're in the backyard flying, but yeah. when you're at a fun flyer or an event or you're online, or it's online. our hobby. Yes, yeah. When you, whenever you're interacting with the community, it's the community's it's, hobby, right? You know, fine. If you want to yeah. be a jackass and just go fly by yourself in your backyard every day and be alone, that's fine. Then that's your hobby. But if you want to interact with people and hang out or any of these Facebook groups and be a dick, then be a dick somewhere else. Because yeah, you're, you're gonna not, get blocked by me, for sure. Right. I don't care. I, you know, I block people in a heartbeat if they fuck with me because I don't need that shit. No. You know, like I don't need people fucking with me at all. When all I do is want to have fun in this hobby, it's a hobby. Right. Right. You know, it's you a know hobby. how many people probably got drawn away from this hobby and pushed away in this hobby because of people like that? Yeah. You know, and this hobby is dying. It really is. You know, we have some new blood here and there coming. One someone like that. Uh, Valentine Kid from Fredericksburg and Noah Summers, you know, it's coming up. It seems to be like an up and rising star these days, you know? And like all these younger kids are getting into it, which is great, but how many more people could we have had or kept in the hobby if people were just nicer to each other? You know? Nobody yeah, wants to be really. treated like a dick. Like nobody wants to be treated like a like they're an idiot or they don't know something or you right, know, you're an outcast. Down or an yeah. outcast, you know? So like right. Why would you treat someone like that or to get, what, a laugh? To get a chuckle out of someone else, you know? Or to elevate yourself, yeah. Maybe that too, Inflate right? Inflate that ego. Yeah, you know? inflate that yeah. ego or maybe you're so low in the, and, you know, with your self-esteem that you only feel better when you pick on someone else. And that's a bully, right? So, right. Yeah, no, I don't deal with that shit. Like, I have no qualms about in that person blocking him, unfriending them forever. So... Thick skin, sure. If you have thick skin, good for you. But, but like Kevin said, you don't need it. You shouldn't have to. No. It's not right to expect that, too. Anyways, great show, guys. Have you <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's see. What do we got? Telerotor podcast. Yep. Telerotor. I don't even know if they're a podcast. I mean, a rotor podcast anymore. Yeah, I think it's Telemoto or is it like Teledouche now or Telemundo? <laughs> Telemundo. <laughs> uh, no, I heard I heard that they did a great episode on what to wear while you're on a motorcycle or something. Mm-hmm. But I haven't heard it, so I, won't, I don't want to say anything. I yeah. love those guys. Well, those they're guys dissing on too, wool, man. I think. 
They're like, oh, you got to go Leica. You can't do wool. Um, I don't know. I wear wool when I snowboard. And it's fine. I don't know. Hmm. It but, gets wet and it still retains its heat value. That's why everybody in the military wears it. Yeah. You know. But anyways, uh, let's see. Skids Up. They released a podcast somewhat recently from four months ago, but someone. No. Oh, that's right. They did. Yeah. When I saw it, I was like, oh, man, is this going to be the one I'm waiting for? Nope. Um, it wasn't. Okay. Let's see. Inverted down under. I think they're under, right? Like they don't podcast anymore. Are they doing a podcast? I don't even know. We should do an episode on all these podcasts, see who's around anymore. Ooh. When's the last time they put a show out? Mm. Yeah. Because uh, I don't know. Houdini RC Heli podcast. I think they're still around, right? I've seen uh, Rich publish something recently, I think. Okay. Um, and then there's all the Planker ones. RC Roundtable. Yep. RC After it's, Hours. I don't know. Are we going to the names? Andre, know. no. Yeah. And we were doing it really quick last time. Mm-hmm. Um, Park Flyer Podcast, right? I think they're yep. still around. RC Plane Lab. I'm sure Steve Weinberg would know if they were around. Oh, yeah. Steve will let us know on all of them. Yeah, Steve, let us know. Which ones are still around? Which ones are not? Let's update yeah. this list. Um, and then all things that fly. Yep. yep. Those guys are still around, right? I think. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Uh, I know this guy's still around. Check out Bill Ann's YouTube channel. Check him out. Uh, where's that button? Bam, bam, bam. There it is. <laughs> there it is. All right. Thanks to our listeners. Free your skies, and we'll see you next time. All right. See you next time. Bye, Andy's here. Bye. Look like Oh, Wait, Andy's not here. Fuck that shit. I'm gonna talk to this whole damn ending. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. He was giving me shit. Oh yeah, he, he hates when I do that. <laughs> awesome. So what I bought this weekend was <laughs> I did buy something this weekend. Oh, and right. here we go. Maybe you guys will get some. Nah, I'll, I'll send you guys one each. It's not a big deal. Are you falling through the attic again, Steve? Oh, he's back. Okay. No, I'm tr- I'm trying to cough without my ribs breaking more. Oof. It's like it's like a weird cough I have to do. Like I have to cough and they just keep pushing air until like whatever I'm trying to cough comes out. Instead of just like coughing once and then coughing again. It's like <laughs> I try to get that shit out. Yeah, and I still got that one on my phone. Um, so are we going to start this shit or what? Yeah, I guess so. I'm playing Andy. <clears throat> oh, boy. I'm going to hang up. <coughs> are we going to start this shit? Well, one of us needs to say, hey, now. <laughs>